I'm David. And I'm Rachel. Follow us as we dive into all the positive and negatives of post-divorce recovery. Stay tuned for some real and sometimes raw end-of-the-road divorce topics. Please put on your big pants because we're full of honesty, authenticity, and irrefutable truths. This progressive podcast ain't for the faint-hearted. Enjoy. But even with nothing on. Oh, uh, we're on. I made you look. Episode. I made you look. Um... Episode 101. Welcome to Divorce Devil Podcast, episode 101. Uh, Rachel and David on the mic. Uh, A little bit of technical difficulty. Screw YouTube at this point. (laughs) Um, God dang it. Stop touching your balls over there. Man. He's using all the mouse balls. Mouse balls don't work. Anyway, so (laughs) today is, um, and I wish I could see it. Episode 101. And we're going to talk about baggage, baggage, emotional baggage, emotional what, baggage. What is, your, what is your greatest emotional baggage? What is something that you um, still hold on to since your divorce or something that you're working on? So what we want to do is we want to portray that we're real. Yeah. And and we go through shit just like you have or, or yeah. are doing. And uh, we've been through emotional baggage and we're here to put our shit on the line. Yeah. And just, and no matter what stage of divorce, you know, either if it's breakup or get back together, breakup, deciding you're getting divorced or actually divorced, um, you know, it is all cyclical. There's times where it's really, really terrible. And then it's like, oh, you know what? I dealt with that a little bit, but I haven't dealt with it on that extreme of a level. So I can, from my healing, I can move forward so uh, what's what's one of your major baggage issues it was on the screen i just reset the screen um you know my anger everybody knows david webb is angry was angry was yes yes anger ang- anger affected everything uh my mood my sleep yeah um, work my, my friendships my lack of sex uh, friendships. Were you having or, angry sex? Yes. <laughs> the best. Hello. I mean, is that? Is yes. that? I mean, I'm trying to think. Like, oh, fine, just yes. put it in. Yes. <laughs> Stick it in already. Well, that's the woman having angry sex, not the guy having angry sex. Or I want yeah. you to put it in, and you won't. I don't know. Yes. And that's from trying to like. I'm trying to visualize angry sex. I mean, it's d- way different than makeup sex, and it's way different than. Oh, I love sex. How do you angry sex? I don't know. <laughs> can can somebody write us and ask us and tell us how you angry sex? We, we want to know. I think that's a crime. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure angry sex is absolutely 100% of the time a crime. Well, it depends on someone gets hurt. I mean, okay. <laughs> not not all the time do people get hurt. Okay. During angry sex. I mean, are you taking out your aggression on your partner? Like, get it. Take it. I mean, that's sexy sometimes. Like, get it, take it, 
That was pretty good. I mean, I like right? the way your head moved. Yeah, get Urgh, it. Take get it. it. Pull my hair. <laughs> I mean, that could be not my, good. Not my, not my nose hair, just my hair. <laughs> Ass hair. Can you break oh. that? <laughs> While you're back there. <laughs> Braid it. Clean it. <laughs> I like a little bow at the end of that. <laughs> I love when I get him the... <laughs> Stop. Stop talking. We're, we're, we're getting back to emotional Dude, baggage. How did we get the angry sex? How do we get the angry sex you from You said it. Oh, you yeah. affected your your sex. I was like, well, <sighs> what the hell does that actually fucking mean? I mean, you said we were real. These are the things that pop in my head. Angry sex. <laughs> no, actually, I was angry sex and you took it down. I elaborated. Yeah. Is that even a word? Elab. I can't. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to braid butt hair. Yes. <laughs> It's not like a like a, a little pony. <laughs> my little pony. My little do pony. I have a little brush? So how do we how do we get from my little pony to angry sex? I mean, we've had a hundred episodes of the podcast. Have you oh. not listened to any of them? Oh. Yeah, I guess. Um <laughs> emotional baggage. That's a damage, but whatever. Um, I think mine is questioning everything now. Like I question my thoughts, I question my value, I question what I think a relationship's supposed to look like and Am I overthinking and where was, where was I, you know, four years ago as opposed to where I am now? And if I continue thinking like that, am I going to cause or continue patterns that led me down to be upset to do this? And I think I've done a good job at going, this is a new situation. This is a new thing. Words don't trigger me as much. Um, Effort is a big deal for me. Like if I show you a thousand percent of effort and you show me five, I'm more easily to release you before I'd be like, well, I got to fix them. I got to do this. You know, friends, family, relationships, coworkers, all that. I think now I am more apt to cut ties quicker. And if I see that you're giving an effort, I'm more apt to be like, oh, you're my friend now, like at quicker too. So I think I make friends easier, but I also have gone through that checklist of what are you, I'm upgrading. I'm not going to downgrade because I'm worth more than dealing with your shit. You cut bait quicker. Absolutely. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Friends, girlfriends, boyfriends. Yeah. You, you learn to, you know, after seeing the warning sign so many times, I slap you upside your head and yeah. say, hey, I'm a warning sign. You finally listen to it. Well, and like, you know, my thing, too, is I I used to get in my feel so much and I would blame myself for feeling because it would cause a reaction in my marriage. So, like, if I were sad, it's something I did. It's in my head. I'm stupid. I'm this. I'm that. And not always was it an issue, but because I've already overthunk something fell off or, you know, I wasn't getting respect. I was like, well, if I'm not getting respect anyway, why not say something? And then it was always going into it aggressively or, yep. you know, trying to see how hair. they Pull react. My hair. I yes. mean, that, you know, yeah. <laughs> um, how, how but people leave it will react. In, yeah, but leave the stubs in. Don't pull it out. Just the dip? What are you talking about? No, no, about? no, the hair. Don't oh. pull it. <laughs> you know, wow. don't pull it out at the root. No, 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 no. Yeah, don't. Yeah, the root. Hello. Yeah, that thing. The root. Don't pull the root I love out. how we're so medical being two people in medical yeah. <laughs> fields. <laughs> don't pull out the propus. Propus. 
No, the probus. The probus. <laughs> the probus. The hair, yeah, the hair, the follicle. hair follicle. Yeah, hello. See, so that was pubis. No, probus. <laughs> I mean. I don't even think that's correct, but I'm, I'm going to go with it. We're going to pretend we know what we're talking yes. about. The probus of the hair follicle. Yes. Don't pull it out, please. Isn't it like pulp? No, pulp is in a tooth. Oh, well, that's you. You should know that. But you can't pull the pulp. Okay. You're pulling pulp out. There's something wrong. <laughs> where, where are we? What are we doing here? Um, so, yeah. Take I it think- on, baby. Give me that pulp. Give me that pulp. Give me that damn pulp. Give me that. Just the tip <laughs> <laughs> of the pulp of the pulp. Yeah. See, I kind of know what I'm talking about. So, yeah, I think mine is um, some, one of the things I need to and I feel I'm doing a good uh, n- 90%. I got an A still of trying not to fall back into the insecurities of am I good enough? Am I valued? What who am I? And is the respect that I deserve and will only tolerate there? Seems to me so. Some of the things that people go through, like I have on here, like I, I failed. I hate my life. I'm going to die alone, which was a big one for me. Yeah, um, I think that's a big one for men. Nobody in general, too. cares about me. Oh yeah, huge, huge for men. Uh, I'm so ashamed. You yeah, know, you know that shame factor that the family's no longer together, do and, you, and it's your fault. Yeah. Do you? But it wasn't your fault. And so, do you find? But you always have fault in it somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it takes two for a marriage. Yeah. But it takes two to make things go do right. Do you think now with it the- It takes two to get oh, out of sight. I'm going to rock right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I'm Rob Bass and I came to get down. down. I'm not internationally known, but like I'm known to rock the microphone. Um, so do you <laughs> That's think- That's almost as good as uh, Debbie Gibson. But anyway, go ahead. Electric youth. No. Um, do you think, think now- we're alone Oh now. my gosh. <laughs> Could you shut the fuck up? <laughs> <laughs> and and the proverbial, it won't get any better than this. Yeah. That, that you well, go that, down that rabbit hole. That doom and gloom, like, yep. uh, because I failed, no one's going to want me. And because I have baggage, mm-hmm. we just don't know what the baggage is, whether we got it from Goodwill or it's like Hermes, um, we got to decide. What's Hermes? Shut up. I don't know what Hermes is. It's like top of the line handbag, like a $40,000 handbag. Oh, something I'll never see. Yeah. No. Yeah. Okay. We got to ask Peggy. She probably has six. There you go. <laughs> um, but no, I think you, do you think that now that divorce is more common and people are getting divorced now because they're not willing to put up with shit, especially after COVID, being stuck with people you don't like, the divorce rate is going up. I mean, I think it's studied out a little bit because it was like mm-hmm. 60%. I think it's like 54% now. Because um, you were you th- stuck with them. Yeah. Do so. you think it's becoming less of a shameful thing? I think it's more when it becomes more common. I think it's less of a shameful thing because it because it becomes a new norm where yeah. where like you almost expect marriages to fail. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, and but, but but when you go through it, that's not a norm because you're going through shit. But when you're outside looking in, that's a norm. Hey, he he's going through divorce, no big deal. Well, like I saw in the the newspaper or like in one of the articles, like I forget what the good housekeeping or something that comes up, you know, on your social media or whatever. And they were talking about um there's a young girl who's um that Jojo or something her name is, and um all the youngsters like her, and then there's um Candace Cameron, who's very religious and all that other stuff, and she made a statement about leaving the Hallmark Channel to go to a um, new network that is talking about traditional marriage because we've been told that you can marry who you want, you can do whatever. Well, she's being like called out because she's saying like marriage is important if 
that's what you want. So she shouldn't be told that she's wrong because she has a different view of what the norm is today. And if we are going to talk about marriage, marriage has that old time man and woman. Marriage now is man, man, woman, woman, you know, whatever you decide. And, you know, I'm at the belief of marry who you want, do what you want, but don't tell me that the way I think a marriage or, you know, a relationship should be is wrong because you don't agree with it or you have a different one. I think what's happened now is marriage doesn't have the same value that it did when when we first got married. And I feel like divorce now is, oh, I'll just get a divorce. Mm-hmm. Where back in the day, it was like, no, you need to work it out so yep. you don't get a divorce. Yep. And, you know, we also, say, yeah, yep. we also say too, like, if you're in it and you can work it out, work it out because divorce It's hard and sucks and costs a lot of money. And, you know, it makes you angry and bitter and cynical. And you should be cynical when you're like 80, not, you know, midlife. But I think when we talk about, you know, it's shameful, it's this, it's that. I think the more we talk about it and the more we put the scenarios out there that it's okay, whatever you're going through, someone has gone through it and talking about it educates people. And it makes it less shameful or I, I'm not worth anything because I have a, I've, I had one marriage or two mm-hmm. marriages. Um, it makes you really think about getting into a new marriage yep. or getting into a long time relationship or whatever. So as a divorced person, you, you're looking for red flags. And I think once we start getting it out there going, you know, it might be a red flag because of your past, but it may not be a red flag now but you need to see the big picture. But it's almost like, you know, the red flags are like out of control at first. Oh, yeah, because you're yeah. looking for yeah. it to fail because yeah. you've already just failed a marriage. Yeah, yeah. So you're looking, you're you're looking to lose, you know, you're yeah. like a Denver Bronco. Yeah. Looking to lose. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> that's just yeah, rolled off my tongue. Boom. I'm not those Vikings. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, so I think. Or maybe the Raiders, that's a different story. Yeah. Yeah, well. I don't really know it. I know my sister liked the Raiders, so that's Trust why I me, hate them. They suck too, big time. The Vikings. How about the Vikings? Did I mention the Vikings? Are they doing good? They're like I've eight and one. Ah, uh, they're lucky. I um, mean, probably because they can't win a fucking Super Bowl or get get to the Super Bowl. I hope they do because it's my team, and you know I have hope. I've learned a lot from my team. Hope, um, determination, all this other stuff. Disappointment. You know, it, it's made me who I am. But I think. Oh, we have a special treat at the end of the podcast. Okay. Really? We want to do a shout out to all the nations and cities. Oh, cool. Yeah. But yeah, I think um, the more you talk about it and the more, and willingness to get help. I think like therapy now, like even five years ago, I'm not going to therapy. Like my ex was like, I don't want some stranger to know my business. Now I'm like, how many different therapies can I get? Nurse, school nurse in a pandemic. How is this one? You know, this one. I'm a mom of two kids that are college students and a elementary kid and this and you know new relationship bonus mom all these things i look for ways to make my life better where i was just like okay well he doesn't want to so he's the boss so let's not more i'm like someone else tell me that i'm wrong or right or someone else tell me that i'm not crazy or someone else tell me that i am crazy and i need to work on it so i think people's willingness to communicate and talk and be open and you know I think to learning how to be real with yourself because there were times like, it's not my fault. It's not my fault. Well, it's probably some of my fault. How do you get past the resentment and mistrust? That's tough. Yeah. 
that's 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 probably one of the hardest. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think I think early on in like my relationship now, because he was divorced and I'm divorced, we both failed. So how do we make this work? If I don't know, I only know his side. Bro, you're both coming from the same tree, though. Yeah, but the, in the, the beginning, you're tree. like, well, because we just had a friend who. Mm-hmm. The, the new fr- the new boyfriend was saying, oh, my ex did this, my ex did that, my ex did that. Well, you know, two, three months in, she's seeing all these red flags. She's seeing the controlling. She's yep. seeing all that. Well, she finally gets in touch with the mother-in-law, his mom, the, the, wife, the ex-wife. And it's literally him being narcissistic, passive aggressive. And he did the same thing that he, to his ex-wife that he's now doing to our At friend. At least she found out before she married him. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean. Yeah. I mean, it's about time. It was about time that she'd be asking for that ring pop. But, you know, so the mistrust and resentment tie into forgiveness. Yeah. What? God, hell mercy. Help me. Help me. Jesus. Help me, Jesus. Uh, yes. Mistrust and resentment tie into forgiveness. It gives no facts. Because once you, once you get over the mistrust and resentment, you pretty much forgave. God damn knowledge, it. knowledge is the key. I give no fucks is better. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Well, and I think you always have that, like you know, a mind's a terrible thing to waste. Yeah. No, just a <laughs> to terrible get thing. Wasted? No, no, just a terrible thing. Sometimes. Um, I think too, like a lot of my marriage issues were outside forces, and I'm, I now have seen this person, and she means nothing now. I'm going to talk about my ex-mother-in-law, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I see her, there's nothing. There's no affect. There's no, like, I don't hate her. I don't like her. There's just this middle. I give no fucks about. Forgiveness. But that's that's no my no fucks. Like, give forgiveness. When I see her now, it's so like, oh, she's just some strange lady that's sitting next to me at my son's hockey game. They don't call it no fucks in, in Switzerland. They call it forgiveness. Well, good thing I'm not in fucking Switzerland. But you'd be listening to us if you're in fucking Switzerland. But go ahead. <laughs> no, but I, and so like it took me that long to, this long to feel like that. Cause, you know, a couple episodes ago, I was ready to knock her out because yep. she told my son some stuff. And I'm like, he's and 11. Now does, and now it doesn't matter, does it? And it doesn't matter. Yep. And I also used to resent her for breaking up the family I was supposed to have or the future I was supposed to have. Now I'm like, I'm so thankful. That she did all it. the Thank shit you very much. led me to figure out who I was because I may still not know who I was. And maybe now I'd be going through a divorce and not have healed as much as one or had a divorce podcast. I mean, uh, so I think everything does happen for a reason. All those reasons lead to to the person you are supposed to become and the healing process process of just wanting to talk and mm-hmm. feel like I was in a group that no one wanted to be in. But if I'm here, I'm going to make the best of it. So I think, you know, figuring out your value, your worth, I think that's my biggest baggage. And, you know, having someone prove to me that I am worth that. But the person that was most important was myself. Proving to myself. Which that, is hard to do at first. Yeah. So that's what it is. I think an unlearning, like, defensive responses, like, if someone says something to me, I'm not going like, what do I, what can I say? Let's fight. Yeah. What Let's can fight. I say to hurt you more than you just hurt me, mm-hmm. which now caused a fight, which now led to, you know, 
someone mistrusts or, you know, not now I don't want to communicate with you because every time I talk to you, it's defensive. Whereas like, well, why did you say that? Or coming from an old person, getting involved in all that stuff makes you old, makes you old fast, yeah. makes you older. Well, I fast. think it's learned. I think it's also taught me to, if I have an issue, I'm going directly to the person who mm-hmm. I believe the issue is with and be done with it and then move on. We're like, I'm a huge fucking grudge holder. I haven't talked to my sister almost two years because I knew she was so toxic that I wouldn't be able to heal, especially my divorce process. Well, now I talk to all of her kids, her kids, you know, I'll reach out. I'm like, Hey, I hope she, I know she was sick recently. I said, no, I hope your mom feels better, but I don't need to be fully immersed in that relationship because I'm in such a good place. Because you can pick your friends and pick the people in your life. Yeah. And, and, I, and, and, that's, and, and you can weed out the rest. Just weed them out. And that's really, that's such a positive thing. I, I, re- I really feel like at this point, this day, this time, that I have healed. And I actually feel like I know what I'm talking about now. Like, especially through the podcasting and, you know, talking to people after they listen to the podcast. Well, what is your version on this? Or if they had a story that's similar but not sure how to, you know maneuver through something like well here's what i did and here's what my co-host did and here's what some of our guests have said like the cord cutting i say that all the time that is one of my favorite i'm like cut the cord get her back on yeah cut the cord where was she friday she was going to come the Thursday, and then okay. she had something already friday. on friday okay. so right. it just switched but, uh, but um, uh, we gotta have a lot of our guests back yeah see yeah. where they are now in their healing processes and or divorce processes there's yeah because some of them are you know day one yeah, Angela's got to come back. Yeah, well, you know, Buddy's keeping her busy with all those sports stuff. Well, we need to get <laughs> championship her up, up stuff. Hey, yeah, so, as soon as the championships are ships. Yeah, we need to get her. Out Not here. like companionship sip thing. Whatever you the guys were talking about last week, situationships. Situationships. Yeah. Yeah. No one really wants to be in a situationship. Well, this is gonna be a quick one, but yeah. we're gonna shout out though. Let okay, me shout let's out. do it. So oh, ready? thanks for everybody that came out on Friday night. It was oh, yeah. a huge success. And we're we were put sold this out. Stuff on, we're going to put that stuff on YouTube. Did we get the video of that? I, I got a video of, of us telling jokes. Yes. Woo-woo. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, it was a, a huge success. Everybody was – it was great. Um, the, the Seven Shout Gates. Shout out to Seven Gates. Uh, they were amazing. Um, accommodated us non-drinking, beer-drinking people. Yep. <laughs> Shout out to Lisa Lane. Mm-hmm. For for arranging it, yeah. Shout out to all the comics that showed, which yeah. I can't remember all their names. Christina's Creations for her cupcakes. Yep. And Kelly Manley for the basket. For the basket. And that, then her uh, romance and all of her yep. wonderful books, Damsel and Defense, yep. and and yep, Doubt and so. Shout out to countries, territories, six total: United States, United Kingdom, Australia, Ireland, Germany, and Switzerland. Cities, thirty-eight total. 38. Denver, Colorado Springs, Charlotte, North Carolina, St. Louis, Missouri, Visalia, California, Leatherhead, Surrey. I think that's England. Ooh. Or Australia. I don't know. England or Ireland. Uh, Miranda, California, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, London, England, Dublin, uh, Sugarland, Texas, Frankfurt. Hey, can we go do a one in Ireland? Yeah. Let's go do a podcast in Ireland. Corona, California. Hey, ooh, ooh, Corona, Geneva, Geneva. Uh, Clonmel County Tipperary. Temporary is that? Hey, sorry if I'm butchering it. Uh, Melbourne, Victoria, that's Australia. Cardiff by the Sea, California. 
Wow, that's cool. Indianapolis, San Francisco, Minneapolis, Albuquerque, Houston, Miami, Aurora, Colorado, Chula Vista, California, Cincinnati, Ohio, Lubbock, Texas, Linwood, Washington, Castle Rock, Colorado, McKinley, Texas, Miami, Colorado, Spring Hill, Florida, Seymour, Indiana, Clinton Township, Michigan, Peyton, Colorado, that's you, East yeah. Point, Michigan, Loving, Lovington, New Mexico, and Sedalia, Colorado. You know what's funny? Thanks, I think the people. Spring Hill one is my sister. Is, oh, seriously? <laughs> That's where she lives. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Hey, sis. How hey, you doing? How you doing? <laughs> Back up, fucker. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Thanks for making us a hit. <laughs> Thanks for giving us one more listen. Yeah. Wow. I wish you well. Just wow. you. Wow. Yeah, that's exactly where she's from. Like, have you ever heard of that? Uh, there's probably somebody else lived there that's listening to us. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe my nephew. <laughs> Damn. So when I said the city, you were like, Rrr. I was like, Ooh. hey. Hey now, hey. All right, everybody. Uh, once again, we just talked about. Oh, and one of the things I want to mention too, just because you set standards and boundaries for other people, that doesn't mean you're an asshole. I think a lot of people, especially myself, I would never say anything. I would bottle it up, bottle it up, bottle it up. And then when I was full, I would be explosive. And the moment I said something to the negative people or the people that didn't respect me, I became the asshole. And then I felt like an asshole for being an asshole, even though I wasn't being an asshole. I was just respecting myself, if that makes any sense. Do you understand? Ooh, that was brutal. No, because yes. I, I feel like I've been... I feel like speaking up now, like I told you I had that incident and mm-hmm. I... Fine. I was like, I didn't get nervous. My voice didn't crack. I literally just stated the facts. There was no emotion behind it. I needed to resolve a conflict. And when I did, I was like, oh, wow, I don't feel bad. Yeah. I feel like I did what I was supposed to do my whole entire life. And I'm just 48 now doing it. And then the most important part, walk away. Don't walk yeah. away. Oh, no. Walk away, boy. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Just because you're setting standards yeah. finally, especially in narcissistic relationships. There are none of those. Yeah. Um, narcissistic relationships. The empathic person usually is the one that's kind and they're trying to fix the narcissist and then the narcissist will blame them for all the bullshit. Speak mm. up. Find your voice. Find your value. Find your purpose. Listen to this podcast and hopefully we help you. Say your thing and walk away. Yeah. Walk away and wow. hold your head up. Like even though you even though you feel like crap. Hold your head up. Is that a song or are you yeah. just Okay, I don't yeah. know that one. Oh, look at you. Hey, Val. (laughs) So, yeah, just um, hold your head up even though you're going through something that's really shitty and, you know, you're probably exactly where you're supposed to be. So just hold your head up each day and know that you're moving forward just by, you know, trying to heal or, you know, work on yourself and find that new version of you and the best version of you. All right, folks. Uh, Dave and Rachel Divorce Devil Podcast Episode 101 We're in a new season Is Divorce Devil 101 I mean that could be Like a whole Series Like how to Divorce Devil Yeah Alright Take care I love you Love you Bye Bye Bye